Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right, look at this like spring break crowd. We, we were some of the, those of you who are usually here or are there, that's cool, that's cool. Excellent, we got Canada checking in, this is good. Excellent, all right. Sasha, you're not in Italy yet. How many days? Many days, many days. All right, take the podcast and we'll live vicariously through you. It's good to see y'all. We're gonna start in child's pose today. Uh, a nice hip opening grounding session planned and we'll see where it may go off the rails but uh, I'm going to make sure everyone's in child's pose before I tell you that our uh, deep dive of the day is horses dance um, so at this point you're already in like if you've already taken child's pose you're in and uh, we're going to have a nice long lead up to horses dance which is a really kind of demanding posture and we're gonna try to make it less so for our joints, but experience it for what it can offer in terms of leg strength and flexibility. With that in mind, and as we set out on this practice, you're here to like play your own game. That's how everyone wins at yoga. This game we're playing is to find by you, they, what is winning? And winning may have been just getting here to this mat. Right. Good, you're done. The rest of this is just a celebration. And also there's potentially something in your practice that's important to you. It may not always be the thing that's coming out of the teacher's mouth or uh, brain. And yet something that you can look for in the postures and in the time that you're spending here in your approach to how this is going to be next inhale come on up to hands and knees take some rounds of cat and cow Let those start to get creative. Let them move in ways that your body wants to move. So maybe it is cat and cow. Right? And maybe it's some rolling of the rib cage or side to side action, forward and back action. Maybe just moving, just seeing what's what, noticing the, the corners that we don't shine light in all the time. And we'll make our way back to center. And we'll place forearms to the mat. And if forearms down is not great for you, it's down your hands. And take the right leg back behind and go to a toe. 
And as you go to the toe, uh, see about keeping your weight centered. So the weight may try to go out over to the left. Hug the outer left hip in. We're going to lift the right leg, bend the knee, and make some circles here. Press your forearms down. Keep even, steady weight. There's a lot of core body involved in that. Go clockwise with the leg. Go counterclockwise. Breath in. Take your heel up toward the ceiling and inner edge of the heel up toward the ceiling. Breath here. More inhale. And when you exhale, we're going to bring right knee down. Sit your hips back toward your heels. Keep reaching your arms way out in front. And then arms over to the left, side bend. Breathe here. A little bend of your left arm to make this easier on the left shoulder. Crawl the right arm out as much as it will go. Breathe here. Inhale, walk the hands back to center, thumbs touching, come up to hands and knees and step the right foot to the outside of the right hand. So low lunge. Then we're gonna rock back toward half monkey god. And then rock forward into a low lunge. If you wanna take blocks under your hands, feel free. Uh, if you wanna adjust the hand position, go for it. Hands inside, just gonna give us a little wider lunge than usual. Rocking forward to that low lunge, we'll pause. Keep the left hand down, right hand to the thigh, and turn. Stack right shoulder over left. Breathe here. Draw your heart forward. Steady inhale and exhales. Really nice. One more breath in. And then as you exhale, return the right hand to the mat, step the right knee back, we're hands and knees, rounds of cat and cow here, or move at your discretion. Back to center. We bring forearms down and take forearms to the mat. If that's not right for you, feel free to come back up. And extend the left leg out behind. And you're on the left toes. And just notice, and you might even emphasize this, take the right hip over to the right. That's generally what's going to happen in the body when we try to take the leg back. Use the right outer hip. This is just like in standing balance, just like in tree pose. Use the right outer hip to hug right leg in. And it's... Left leg lifted, bend the knee, and make some circles of the leg. They're going to be tighter than the uh, circles we might have in down dog. Keep hugging the right hip and it's not going to stay completely uh, still. That's because your, your right and your left hip are attached and that's a good thing. 
but we're looking to keep it as centered as possible so we don't default to uh, leaning into the, the hip joint to support the weight. And the biggest difference there will be in the hip muscles and core body. Yeah. You bring left heel up toward the ceiling, inner edge of the heel uplifted, breathe. Abdominals in so the low back supported. And then release knee down, sit back, reach the arms forward, walk the hands over to the right. Bend your right elbow, reach long through your left arm. Breath in. And breath out. And walk slowly back to center with the hands, thumbs touching. And come up to hands and knees and step the left foot just to the outside of the left hand. So we're now in a low lunge, wide stance. And shift the hips back to half monkey guy. And pull forward to low lunge. Rock back. Forward. One more of those, full breath in and out. Then left hand to left thigh as the right hand presses the floor. So as the right hand presses the floor, note what happens up to the core body as you stack the shoulder blades, you turn rib cage toward the inner thigh. Press the hand into the thigh, lift the thigh into the hand. Breath in, breath out. We'll undo it, hand to the mat, step back, hands and knees. And then let's take that cacao side to side. If you haven't already, little hip to shoulder, squeeze one side and then squeeze the other. The way to know you're really getting that as you squeeze that one side, look over the shoulder, the hip should be coming toward you. Back to center. Curl the other side, look over the shoulder, see the hip coming toward you. If that's not happening, then you're just playing the game, where did my asana go? And uh, that's totally fine. You do that. But uh, the, the curling of one side, that shortening of one side, lets the other side really lengthen. One more time. Back to center, tuck toes and make your way to down. Pause, feel four on the floor, hands down and forward, feet down and out. And just those four basic points every time you come in a down dog. Then you can refine that. The thumb and first finger, the L shape of the palms, press those down and forward. Really fine tune, reach through the ring and pinky fingertip. It's like you ground the hands and just know that the hands are grounded. Then, you know, the inner edge. Then the outer edge. And each of that 
each of those actions means just a little more nuance to what you're doing, more stability to the structure of the pose, more usefulness to the musculature of your body. We're going to walk the hands back to the feet. Keep your hands on your mat or use blocks, just a good distance out in front of you. So you can sit the hips back to about knee level and then bow. Light movement here with sitting back. Fingertips on the floor, your blocks, pull them into the floor, pull your heart forward and then bow. back, pull the fingertips into the mat, feel your back muscles work, draw your heart forward, and bow, the last one like that, sit, pull the fingertips in, and then bow, and release, take your arms around your legs, head heavy, Let your head and just turn lightly side to side. But the slowest no you've ever uh, said. Good. Yeah, but like full range of motion on that no. Good. Good. This is like no more tension. Just no hurry. on back to center, release your hands to your mat. We're going to walk the hands forward into a high plank. Bend your knees to the mat, lower to the floor. Pull your hands back. You can get the fingers pulling the mat as you come into cobra. Elbows in. And then release down slowly. Press up to hands and knees. Back to down dog. Empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Extend long, accentuate your reach, spread your fingers and your toes, then hands to heart center, pause. Empty your breath, feel your feet, toes spread wide, breathe in, feel your back, sides, front body expand. Empty here, press your feet down, and then ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel, plug in. Inhale, reach up. Nice. Exhale, we'll fold. Moving into sun A's. We'll do some uh, different takes on it. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. I'm going to go high plank to the mat. Peel up for cobra. Breathe all the way in and then release slowly as you breathe out, press back, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
breathe out. Fold. Breathe in. Reach out. Full breath in. Get it. Breathe out. Fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. This time as you exhale, plant your hands. Step back. High plank and stay. You're going to elongate with your inhale. Long as you go in that plank. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. So either of those options for the flow. Anytime you want. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Now plant your hands, step back, high plank. You're going to stay in high plank. Stay or knees down and elongate yourself into up dog. With your inhale, a little bend of the elbows, pull your arm bones back. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Also an option that you can stay with, works really well. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Drive your feet down, breathe in, and reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, any of those choices, or chaturanga to upward facing dog. and downward facing dog. Pause here, breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. I feel your hands at the inner edge, ring and pinky fingertips. Looking to your right foot, turn the toes out to the diagonal. Straighten the leg, press the foot flat to the mat. You'll bend your left knee. Pull your right hip up and back. Breath here. As you exhale, go back to your hand. So first, hands are pressing down. Then dial in, thumb and first finger. Then ring and pinky fingertip reaching out. So you inhale, send your hip crease up and back. Exhale, empty. Inhale, come to center, feet parallel, forward to a high plank. Exhale, stay or low push-up. Breathe in, up dog. You could choose to also stay in that plank anytime. Down dog, breathe all the way out. 
Look to your left foot. You can turn toes to the diagonal. Foot flat to the floor. Straighten the leg. Bend your right knee. You can bend the right knee. You can step the foot forward. You can make that doable to plant the left foot and straighten the leg. Return to your hands with your exhale. Feel the pressure down. Then that inner edge. Knuckles where the thumb and the first finger attached to the hand. Then ring and pinky fingertip. So you can end up feeling very bright and alive in your arms. With your inhale, pull the hip crease back. So the outer left hip up and back, elongating that hip crease. That's what it feels like. You'll stay in the hands. Every exhale is a good time to go back to that. Every inhale, good time to go to lift the hip. And on an inhale, undo it. Back to center. As you breathe in, come forward to a high plank. You can stay here or low push-up. Breathe in, elongate, whether it's in the plank or the up dog. And then down dog, make it back there, empty out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Put your feet down, breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. We'll take eagle, wrap your right arm underneath and right leg over top. Set your gaze through your arms. Focus in on your breath. Steady, rhythmic breath. So you empty, sit deeper. On your inhale, we'll unwind, reach up. And then left arm underneath. And left leg over top. Other side. Next inhale, unwind, reach up. As we exhale, we'll bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. 
you inhale, tighten your right leg, take it up and back behind you, three-leg dog. As you exhale, bend the knee, bring it in towards your chest and step. Block in your right hand. Take the block out in front of you, just as far as you're going to reach. Okay. And then start to bring your weight into your right foot. Really press it down. Left hand still on the floor. Feel your left leg lift. Left hand to your left hip. Stack everything half moon. Your hand can stay on the hip. Arm can reach out. Breathe here. One more inhale, reach out through all the limbs. Then Chapasana, we're going to bend the upper knee. Let the left hand come down. Just come to the hip. Then slide it back. And if it will slide back and find the foot, cool. If not, then you've got uh, Chapasana with the knees bent, knee bent, and hand on hip. Totally fine. Breathe in. And then slow exhale, release back out, hand and foot to the mat, walk the feet wide apart, bend the knees, wrap your arms, ragdoll, let your head drop, and breathe in, breathe out. And breath in. Let it out slow. And on your inhale, release your hands, walk your feet together. Reach to standing mountain pose. Second set of eagles, right arm underneath. Right leg over top. Breathe here. On an inhale, unwind, reach up. Then left side, left arm underneath. And left leg over top. With your exhale, sit deeper. And on an inhale, unwind and reach up. And exhale, we'll fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. And empty, 
Then squeeze your left leg tightly. Take it up behind you with control. We'll bend the knee. Bring it to your chest. Look forward. Step. Pause here. Catch the block in your hand, left hand, and send it out in front of you just as far as you can reach. And that's probably going to be about right. Then start to transfer your weight into the left foot. Don't don't go early. Get all of the weight into the left foot. Then the right leg. Let's keep the right hand on the floor. So so many like times we just try to rush this. Get the leg up. Get the leg tight. Stack the hip. As you stack the hip, right? Bring the hand to it. it doesn't always have to be that slow, but if you do it in that order, and if you do it in that that's that that order of operations that matters, how steady you're going to be later, but is it reflective of how you got into in the beginning? Breathe here. So the ability then to stay here, right? And then to manage this bending of the knee and taking the hand to the hip, right? We can all pretty much do that. That's not like, you know, that's not limited by flexibility or anything, but it is limited by how good our balance was to begin with and catching the foot right we want ourselves set up really well like neurologically for this and uh, rushing and skipping steps just doesn't do it next exhale right hand down slowly release right to the mat Take the legs out wide, turn the toes out, and uh, sit back. You could put a block underneath your seat in a low squat. Won't diminish any of the uh, kind of range of motion work you're getting, but it may save your legs for uh, for later use. It's also totally fine to not have the block. If you don't have the block, really press your feet down into the floor. Breathe here. And then hands down, lift your hips, walk your feet together, ground into the feet, rise up to standing mountain pose. Hands to heart center. Pause with yourself, breathe. And just let everything clear out. Like the stuff from the day that needs to clear out, the stuff from the previous parts of the practice that need to clear out. Thoughts and opinions that are just not helpful. Right. Right. All those can just move out like like waves, right? Like they just keep on rolling. Your next wave of breath that comes right in. Ground your left foot. Squeeze the outer left hip. Right. So it's the outer left bum cheek hugging in. That's gonna stabilize left hip as you bring right knee up in front of you and then right foot to the let's just go inner calf inner calf low tree hands to your heart and stay breathe and so you could even be toes on the floor right? there's just no drive to get any higher than you are right now with the foot you're just working on the standing leg hugging in then take the arms into any expression that, that feels good right? if you feel really steady and balanced then extending the arms right no problem. If you weren't steady and balanced, your arms will tell that story. And that's totally fine. Like there's no judgment there. Breath in. 
the hands to heart with the foot to your mat and just pause right and just get a read on all right what came up what are those waves right? they're just waves and they're, they're moving they're going to crash into the shore somewhere else right? next wave of breath is coming for you Then you're going to have your feet underneath you. So this is not a place where hip width benefits us. This is a place where a little closer benefits us. And then pressing the right foot down and hugging the right hip in. All right, so, so that is just like putting your hand there. If, you, if you're not sure, put your hand there. Feel the muscle squeeze in. It's not a muscle most of us use very often. Pick up your left knee. Right, and if the right hip starts to go out to the side, squeeze it. Sometimes it's easier to do that after the left foot is up. Then left foot to the calf. It says nothing about your flexibility, nothing about your prowess as a yogi. Just we're taking low tree so that you can focus on this stability action. Right. And then just knowing your own balance. Right. So, so much of this practice is not struggling to stay up at any cost. Right. But knowing are you balanced? What does balance feel like? What is a sensory experience? Right, identifying, right. Then, so we're still hands to heart. We haven't rushed ahead. Right. Press your standing foot down. Use that to lift your sternum. Right. Lift yourself into good posture, right? And if getting into good posture and having a breath is causing the pose to be unsteady, no big deal. Stay here till you've got that lift of your chest, the lift of your brain. And then arms up overhead or out any way you want. They could stay too. Just notice like moving with awareness, right? Because there is no real benefit to you to have your arms up in tree pose if what it's causing is struggle. Right? All it's doing is giving you the opportunity to have more balance, challenge. Breath in, lift, and bring hands to heart first, and foot to your mouth. And again, like, what's up? What showed up? What urges are there? Is there a repetitive loop that goes, comes up during these times? Can you identify it? Faster you identify it, faster you stop it. Move on to something more profitable. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Good. And bow forward, breathe out. Good. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High or low push up, you choose. Stay in elongate or Upward facing dog and elongate. Downward facing dog all the way out. Lift your heels, straighten your legs. As high as your heels will go. Notice when you do this, do your ankles like to bend out or in? The pronation, supination is a real thing. And as you lift, keep the ankles. As aligned as you can get them. 
Use your calf muscles. Use the front of your thighs. You're going to tiptoe, keeping that good alignment in your feet. Tiptoe halfway up your mat. We're going to turn to the side uh, that you like for straddle. So turning the side, walk your feet out. We're going to go wide for straddle lunges. Point your toes toward the corners of your mat. And then hands on the floor for this one. You're just going to move side to side. Let it feel good. Uh, and be aware of how your knees are moving. Right. Tracking close to your ankles. They won't always be uh, completely aligned for all of us, depending on where your toes are pointing. Right, things will change. But one thing you can do: keep all three points of each foot evenly weighted as you move side to side. If you're equally grounding three points of each foot, then there's a really high probability, as long as this is uh, kind of not problematic in other ways for, for your particular body. If your feet are, are well-grounded, high probability this is healthy for you. If you find yourself leaning heavy on your football big toe, and work on grounding the baby toe side of the foot and stay a little lighter in the lunge until you get that, right? So you don't need to rush for depth and work on precision. Come on back to center. And keeping the toes turned out to the sides, you're gonna come up to stand. Right, so when you come up to stand, if you feel overwhelmed by the width of your stance, go ahead and bring the feet in a little bit. Right. We're gonna take horse stance, and there's a few things to, to focus on. First one, same thing we we're just focusing on, three points of each foot. Your toes turned out to the diagonal, and then you're just gonna sit, right? So as we sit, for many of us, the knees will start to hug in, right? Uh, First of all, take your hands off your legs, like take them off, right? So that is not leaning on our legs like this is not the pose. Uh, sitting upright, go ahead. If you were on a horse, what would you be doing? You'd be holding reins in front of you, correct? And uh, it's been a long time since I've been in, in this, but if you like lean down on the neck of the horse, they're not real happy, correct? <laughs> Good way to slide off of it. Right. Dig your heels in for the ball of the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel. Just sit as low as you'll go with that, right? So then there are moves that we do with the hands on the legs, but they have different, uh, so we, what we don't wanna do is put our weight into our hands and slump down, right? You could take your arms inside the legs and press out. So go back of the hand inside the leg, right? That's valid, right? We can bring the hands up to the hip crease, Use the hands in the hip crease to press and then elongate the torso up and away. Right. Breathe in here and breathe out, sit lower. And notice if your hands get heavy. If you're ever in this pose and your wrists start to feel it, total sign that you've just collapsed. Right. Check in again, all three points of each foot. Right. And also take your hands up to your waistline. Be sure that you're drawing in through the abdominals. Breath here. 
we're going to breathe out and hinge. We're going to take the hands to the floor. I'm kind of in this, uh, this spider stance here. I'm just going to move side to side with this. So you're staying deep. You're keeping your hips in that horse's stance. This is the sliding the squat side to side, sliding the, the horse's stance side to side, where your hips don't bob up and down like they did before. They're just sliding across the same altitude. Good. Here too, all three points of each foot being down. That's the key. Everybody's legs feel warm. Yeah. Oh, good. Come on back to center. You're going to parallel your feet, draw your heart forward, and bow. Breathe here. So that idea of not putting your hands on your legs, it does create more demand for your musculature, for your core, for the stabilizers in your legs. We'd rather have that, unless you've got some seriously different goals. We'd rather have that than compression in our wrists, compression in our spine, and uh, just basically bad posture. Would anyone rather have compression in their wrists, compression in their spine, and bad posture? I mean, like if you you write write in, tell me uh, that class is available. Um, I was about to say something really snarky, and I'm just like just barely put the words back in my mouth. Um, if you want to know what that was, I'll I'll tell you privately. Um, but uh, no, breathe in, and breathe all the way out. And come back into the horse's stance, heels in, toes out. You're just going to bring your arms, though, to the legs. So we're going to sit the hips low, and you're going to bring your forearms to the inner thigh. So this is another variation. Now, one thing that will happen is the arms will try to get on top of the legs. Mine are right now. Bring them to the inside of the legs. Okay, so it's basically like you're, you're riding a very, very um, fat pony. It's who has put a lot of air in their belly to uh, resist. That's what you're creating with the arms. Right? Breath in. And then breath out, hands down. And we'll, we'll go here with a uh, flat back, walk the hands out. And then a bow, pull right elbow toward the ceiling. And open up into the twist. On an exhale, come back to center, right hand with left, and then uh, level the hips first, then left elbow up, left arm in the air, breathe here, press your feet down through all three points, each one, and out. Bend the elbow, bring it back. We're going to walk the feet in. Uh, just one, one footstep and heels in, toes out. We're going to come back to that idea of the horse's stance. This time for a twist. So hands inside the thighs. Bring your right shoulder in. Look over the left shoulder. If you feel like you need uh, more space, feel free to walk this out wider. But again, check in with your wrists here. Right, so if the wrists are getting heavy, 
right? That's a sign that you may be uh, kind of putting the weight on the top of the thighs. Try to work on the inner thighs. Draw your heart up and forward. Keep weight moving away from your wrists. Back to center. And twist. Spread your toes. Press down into your feet. All three points of each foot. Press them down. Heart up and forward. Take pressure away from your wrists. It won't be total, but it'll be significant. Back to center. We'll release the hands to the mat. We're going to walk the feet in. You're going to walk the feet in to about hip distance or even together and crouch down. Deep crouch like for crow, um, but keep the knees together. So deep crouch and tuck your chin in. So basically, we've got like child's pose on our feet. And you might take the arms beside, just like child's pose, to uh, a pose lovingly referred to as sleepy malasana. Um, you go ahead and feel sleepy all you want. I feel very aware that my head is close to the floor and breathing is a challenge. But I still like it. Walk the hands back behind you and just take a little uh, Winnie the Pooh sit. So just hips down, legs out into a straddle, lift up and bow forward. And have a little rock side to side of your rib cage if you like such things. You can, you can always have that, but it could be nice here to do a few rounds side to side. And then make your way to center and breathe. on an inhale we'll walk up and we're going to bend the knees into a spider sit so that right angle bend at the knees kind of like a, a seated horse's stance really but you're going to flip your knees over to the right into 90 90 sit 90 90 sit first thing we're going to really do is kind of make sure you're you're well adjusted on the outer edge of that right leg lift up relaxed animal you can bow directly over the right thigh so that's one you can work at the diagonal. So before you, you do that, you come up, orient yourself toward the foot of the diagonal. And that gives you different uh, entry point to this in terms of which muscles are going to be affected. Another way to play with this is to treat it like pigeon and start to extend the left leg back. Doesn't have to go all the way into a, uh, a full pigeon, but you keep the right angle. So you just go as much to the pigeon as, uh, as your left leg will go, keeping this right angle. So you're, it's like a side saddle pigeon. So as long as we're like using horse metaphors, we're just gonna keep going and uh, 
So that's what uh, would happen here, is that the right hip stays down and then breathe. On an inhale, come on up to your hands. Just gonna take your time coming out of whatever you're coming out of. Back to center, that seated horse stance. Then turn everything to the other side. So 90-90, the right angle and the left knee stays, right? You lift and be sure that you've got that going. The right angle at the, the hip and knee up front. Back leg can go as it likes. It's pretty to keep the 90-90, but you don't have to. You can relax animal. You can bow over, left thigh. You could rotate and go toward, yeah. But like being at the diagonal in that bow, keep in mind these are two very different sides of your body. The hip capsules on either side, the musculature. The way the bones uh, articulate, very different. So give yourself that grace. Do the best you've got with this side and, and mix it up if you need to. Then if you prefer the pigeon-like thing, pigeon-type thing, uh, start to extend the right leg back. Keep the left knee at the right angle. Keep the outer left hip down. You've got that side saddle action, which... Uh, they used to tell us it was not okay. It's totally okay. Um, I'm not going to fight any battles about is this pigeon, is it not pigeon? Because uh, there are very few hills that I want to die on. Just very few. Very few. Your next inhale, come up to your hands. We'll make our way back to center. Soles of the feet together for Tarasana or Baddha You may find one is more agreeable to your hip structure. Use that one. If not, just like, what do you like? Lift up and bow forward. So Baddha heels will be close to your sitting bones. Tarasana heels will further away. About body length away. And breathe here. And on an inhale, come on up to seated. Turn toward the front of the mat and then come down onto your back for bridge or wheel, which may be surprisingly light at this point after all the hip openers. So you may just give it a go. If you give it a go and you end up with a bridge, that's totally fine. 
Breath in and all the way out. Slowly make your way down onto your back. Take your time getting there. When you arrive, just land. Like, however you land, it is great. Even if it's just kind of like, like crime scene body, totally fine. Just pause. Be still. Breath in and breath out. We'll go again, bridge or wheel. If you uh, didn't take the opportunity, go ahead, like, take the opportunity, wheel. Not a big deal if you don't get there. Certainly it's not necessary. But if it's an aspiration, if it's something you're interested in, it doesn't even have to be an aspiration, like be curious, there's one way to start finding these things out. Breath in. And breath out, this time coming down. And as you come down, organize yourself right into Supta Baddha Kanasana. So just, just transition, vinyasa flow. You're there, you're breathing. And whatever poses you decided to do or not do in this practice, totally fine. Always. Always okay to have an off day where poses just don't really work. Right? You try it anyway. You learn something from that, even if it's to cut yourself some slack. And there's always this moment, right? This one. Not Soptabadakanasana, but this moment right now. Right? That no matter what came before, even if it was total garbage. You can make this one good. Like you can take a full breath in. You can have a full breath out. Like when you're totally excelling at the whole yoga thing. Bring your knees together. Give them a good hug into your chest. And have a little rock side to side, a little loose. You know, just movement of leg bones, arms, like rock from shoulder to shoulder. Making it back into a center line. You keep your right leg in, extend your left leg out, and we'll twist. Right leg across. Breathe here. And stuff about making this moment good, right? It's not just like some nice thought, right? This is the moment you got. This one. And continue to work with that. Right? We develop that skill on the mat, right? If you've been forgetting to breathe until this moment, you could breathe in this moment. doesn't change the past, but it changes the present.
next inhale, undo it, come on back to center. Bring everything back into the center line and then left knee and right leg out. Add a cross and bring Slow, steady breath in and out. And back to that idea of like, this is your practice. You're here for something like, in general or specifically. And with every breath, it's an opportunity to remember, to put it into what you're doing right now. Even if it got forgotten for Last 37 minutes. Next inhale, back to center. Hug your knees in. Make your way to Shavasana. Enjoy this time, this time and space. The fact that you got on a map and you gave yourself this time and space, it wouldn't matter if you laid here the whole time. It makes a difference. The fact that you moved your body and you breathe, that's a bonus. Bring your awareness to your breath and how it's moving right now. 
As your awareness moves with the inhale and exhale, you'll notice them naturally deepen. The quality of what you're doing is enhanced. Let your breath lengthen. Make its way out as if through your arms and legs. Find your fingers and toes. Spread them out. Bring life back there lightly. Then you roll to your right side. Pause. With the breath in, come on up to seated. Land with the breath out. Let your inhale lift and spread your body. Maintain that. We'll bring our hands together at heart center in a gesture of acknowledgement. You for yourself, making the time and space, being curious enough, motivated enough to be in this practice, to engage with yourself. Bring thumbs to forehead center in acknowledgement of one another. That was awesome, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super stuff. So good. Well done out there. See you soon. Bye. Anna. Thank you. Good to see you. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.